Welcome to it. Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Uh, exciting news, and I'm not sure how it's going to affect us, but it's going to affect us somehow. Disney started a new chapter with its acquisition of 21st Century Fox. $71 billion deal. It took over Fox Film and TV Networks, National Geographic, FX Productions, uh, and they're getting prepared to launch its answer to Netflix, Disney Plus, later this year. Um, it, I don't know how it's going to affect us, other than I just have a feeling they're going to be taking more money from our pocketbooks. They're going to be making that deal. You can count on that. Plus, I would gather that if you work for Fox and or Disney, unless you know for a fact your job is safe, your job ain't safe. There's going to be a few people, how should we put this, looking for work. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, a couple stories uh, I talked about a little bit this morning, uh, doing a little Chewing the Fat segment on Pat Unleashed, uh, which you can, uh, you know, I, 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 I stop in to Pat's show on Wednesday mornings, do a little, do a little fat chewing. Uh, you know, with the fat heads and the pat heads, and we just get together on Wednesday morning and chew the fat. My my favorite story that uh, that I did this morning, one of my favorites, is that uh, well, I just like to have man. I wish I had the, I wish I had the mic. Space herpes, 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 herpes. Space herpes, herpes, herpes. So, uh, I know we all want to go to space. We all want to fly to space and we want to, uh, fly out to Mars. We want to fly on the moon. We're going to be out there. But according to the reports coming out of NASA, over half of the astronauts who have spent time in space have experienced herpes flare ups with varying degrees of severity. So during the space flight, there's a rise in uh, stress hormones, cortisol, adrenaline, which are known to suppress the immune system. Uh, And in keeping with this, we find that the astronauts' immune cells, particularly those that uh, normally suppress and eliminate viruses, become less effective during space flight and sometimes uh, for up to 60 days after. Now, they suggest, you know, because of the dramatic lifestyle change, Uh, warped day-night cycles, social isolation, ramp up the astronaut's stress levels, and suppress the immune response. Now, this in turn opens a window for the virus to reactivate. Of the dozens of astronauts found to have herpes virus flare-ups from their space trips, six of them actually experienced symptoms so the viral reactivation occurred in the others but it didn't produce any symptoms uh they didn't get any they didn't get any herpes on the lips herpes on the nose or any other body part it was just in their blood um the newly published report in the journal frontiers in microbiology and who doesn't get the journal frontiers in microbiology nasa revealed the uh, herpes virus reactivated more than half of the crew aboard space shuttle international space station missions 53 percent on short-term space shuttle flights show signs of herpes wow that is amazing now it also is amazing since they're pushing us to uh, fly to mars and more and more space flight happening 
uh, with NASA and with the, in the private sector, uh, man, if you have some kind of, uh, you know, another issue from whatever escapades you had happen in the past, uh, you, that, that could, uh, flare up space herpes, 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 herpes. Space herpes, herpes, herpes. Could be a new Saturday morning cartoon, too. A couple more stories that uh, I did this morning that I find fascinating. Um, Florida prosecutors have offered a plea deal to uh, New England Patriots uh, owner Robert Kraft. And the other men charged with paying for illicit sex at the massage parlor. Uh, The Palm Beach State Attorney's Office confirmed that it has offered Kraft and 24 other men charged with soliciting prostitution the standard diversion program offered to first-time offenders. And that's nice of them. That they just, you know, they threw out the standard diversion program offered to first-time offenders. The men must concede that they were found guilty, perform 100 hours of community service, attend classes on the dangers of prostitution, and pay $5,000 per count. Robert Kraft was uh, charged with two counts. So, for sure that means 5000 per count. I don't know if that ups the uh, community hours uh, and the classes hours that he has to attend, uh, if, if he, uh, you know, agrees to the deal, which I find, uh, very doubtful that he will do that. Uh, none of the men have, uh, have accepted so far, uh, you think, and, uh, a few of the, um, businessmen, uh, like Robert Kraft, who are worth more than a couple of bucks, uh, we'll probably, uh, you know, probably going to fight this and they've, they've denied, uh, denied this from the very beginning as it is. Uh, and they're not going, you know, it's nice of the state's attorneys to, you know, just throw out what they give to everyone else. But, uh, I'm sure Mr. Kraft's attorneys will, uh, have some, uh, some rebuttal to that. Now, 300 men have been charged and 10 massage parlors closed in multiple counties between Palm Beach and Orlando as part of the crackdown on illicit massage parlors and human trafficking. Several operators and employees have also been charged. Wow. So Robert, I'm sorry, Mr. Kraft is 77 years old and uh, he's single. He's a widower. I know he has a a girlfriend who's, you know, a younger girlfriend. Um, and I say younger, she's 39, got a little long in the tooth, but he was married to, uh, his wife, uh, for many, many years. Uh, it wasn't a, a fluke thing. And she passed away in 2011. And so he's been, uh, you know, he's been on the prowl for a few years trying to take care of a little Robert Kraft business. Now he's, of course, like I said, he's denied any wrongdoing and the NFL has said, nah, you know, the conduct uh, policy, of course, applies equally to everyone in the NFL. And this allegation, we're going to handle it in the same way we'd handle any issue under the policy. So don't you worry about that. We've, we'll take care of that. Whenever Robert decides to let us know what's going on, we'll go ahead and figure that one out. He's only one of the owners of our team. That's all. 
championship owners. But don't worry. Don't you worry about it. Also, don't forget that today, if you're listening uh, on the day that this was recorded, which was the 20th of March, 2019, uh, you're able to get a free ice cream cone from DQ today. It's the first day of spring uh, this evening or late afternoon, 5.58 p.m. Eastern. Uh, You have the final supermoon tonight at 9.43 p.m. Eastern. You have a Powerball drawing at $550 million uh, tonight. Good luck, God bless. And baseball's already started. So, big day today. Uh, You know, even outside of just chewing the fat, big day. It's It's a big day. Under crime done wrong, couple stories out of Missouri today. A campus police officer... Uh, at the uh, the University of Missouri was fired. And uh, I find it uh, strange of why he got fired. Uh, In today's world, maybe not so strange, but he was fired over an old photo of him wearing blackface for a Flava Flay costume. And uh, authorities at the University of Missouri fired this police officer after this photo emerged. And... He didn't deny it. He said it was him. It was it was before I worked at the University of Missouri. Um, it's just amazing. Now, of course, the University of Missouri talks about this type of behavior is not tolerated at Mizzou. And we understand how this impacts our entire community profoundly, except that he wasn't at Mizzou when this happened. Um, pretty, pretty, pretty strange. I mean, we're, we are at the point now where whatever kind of life you had, um, prior to the life you want to have, you're going to need to have a, another identity clearly. Um, there's no question about that. Uh, my man from Google was right. You're going to want a, you know, a, another identity. And I don't know what age you're going to want to cross over into that new identity. But, you know, by the time you're, let's say, I don't know, 18 to 23, somewhere in there, you're going to want a new identity. And that's going to be, you're not responsible for anything on, with that identity. Identity number one was before you were 23. That one, just, just don't even worry about that one. That's another one. The identity two, after 23, now you're responsible. Something happens with that, now you're responsible. Also coming out of Missouri, the Missouri Supreme Court rules that courts, and this one I kind of like, uh, courts cannot threaten more jail time for failure to pay jail debt. Really, really strange. Okay, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about this story. Uh, this failure cannot pay uh, because of jail debt, but uh, it wants me to answer a survey question. How many times have we talked about this? Please. This is this coming from the St. Louis Dispatch. Okay, St. Louis Dispatch. I know, you know, there are a number of stories I read from you. I'm not going to subscribe to you. I'm not going to do it. I know you have, I think you have Dave Matter writing for you. So I read some, I read a lot of his stuff because he's, uh, you know, he follows Missouri, the University of Missouri. Uh, I read some other stuff out of St. Louis that I like, but I'm not going to subscribe to your stupid newspaper. I'm not going to do it. I'll find the stories someplace else. 
So now, while I want while I want to read your story, apparently I have to go through your little answer a survey question to continue reading this content. All right, let's see what you want me to answer. Which of these clothing brands have you seen online video advertising for recently? Columbia, REI, LL Bean, The North Face. I've seen Columbia and I've seen uh, REI. I don't think I've seen LL Bean or North Face. Oh my gosh, I just only had to answer that one. And now we're back to the story. Isn't that, uh, uh, it's amazing. St. Louis Dispatch, maybe you're getting a little bit better. Thank you, you're getting a little bit better. I only had to answer, you know, the one. Thank you. So, people are legally responsible for the costs of their uh, board bills in prison, and some uh, of that is delinquent. The debts can't be taxed as court dates or failure to pay the debt can't result in another incarceration. So what they're doing is they're saying, hey, 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 if you want to get out of jail, uh, no. You can't get out of jail unless you pay your jail debt. And now the Supreme Court of Missouri said, no, that's that's not really fair. Uh, you can't be doing that. In one case, um, a man was jailed over a $3,150 board bill stemming from his 90-day stay in county jail. Now, he'd been jailed after a misdemeanor conviction of violating a protective order. All right, so he received an additional 2275 bill after serving more time in jail. So... He's in jail now because he didn't couldn't pay a bill that he had to pay from the last time he was in jail. Are you? I mean, that's a system set up for failure. And if you if you don't have the money to begin with, you just might as well live in jail. And thankfully, the Supreme Court of Missouri has decided that that uh, that's wrong. For those of you dealing with Mercury Real Estate Agents I Trust dot com, now's a good time. Why? Because we have a list of where you want to live. I, I don't have to be a Mercury real estate agent I trust to tell you that you don't want to live in Caracas, Venezuela, which is the, the uh, cheapest city on the list. I don't have to be an agent for realestateagentsitrust.com to tell you you don't want to live in Damascus, Syria. I don't have to be an agent for realestateagentsitrust.com to tell you you don't want to live in Tashkent, Uzbekistan. All right? So Caracas, Damascus, and Tashkent, you don't want to live there. All right? Now, if you want to live in some of the richer cities, maybe you need a little bit more help other than me. So coming in at number five, on the top of the richest cities in the world, Tel Aviv and Los Angeles tied at number five. Coming in at number four, Seoul, South Korea, Copenhagen, and New York City all tied for fourth. Coming in at number three, Geneva, Osaka, Japan, all tied for third. Weird. And number two, all by itself, Zurich, Switzerland. Wow, two in Switzerland, Geneva and Zurich. Good for them. And coming in at number one, the richest cities in the world by the Economist Intelligence Unit. And who doesn't go by the Economist Intelligence Unit? Uh, they compared over 400 prices across 160 products and services. We're going to dig into that a little bit. I'd like to, like to see what those 
prices and 160 products and services are. But the richest cities, uh, most expensive cities in the world, Paris, Hong Kong, and Singapore, all tied for number one. But remember, you don't need to go to realestateagentsitrust.com to find out that you don't want to live in Caracas, Damascus, or Tashkent. <laughs> I'm thinking of moving. I don't know where I'm going to move. What sounds good? You know, Venezuela sounds like the place to move to. Let's move to Venezuela. It sounds like a perfect place to go. Yeah, no, not now. You might not want to do that right now. 14 of the 16 American cities uh, which were collected, the highest climbers uh, on the list this year were San Francisco, up 12 places to 25th. Houston, up to 30th from 41st. And New York itself moved up six spots to, wow, New York. New York was what, tied for fourth. So it was like 10th. Wow. Way down there. It's moved. It has moved up a little bit. Um, of course, these represent a sharp increase in the relative cost of living compared with five years ago when New York and Los Angeles tied in 39th position. Yeah, they were. They came up quite a bit. I don't know that that has to do with uh, communist Mayor de Blasio, but I guess it probably he'll take credit for it. You know, I was just asked a, a very important question. I was going to go down the list of the cities on the uh, the Economist Intelligence Unit for the worldwide cost of living, 2019, the best cities. And we did the rundown for you of the, the top most expensive cities and the bottom of the worst cities that you don't want to live in out of the 134, 130 some odd cities that were ranked. But I wanted to see where some of the other cities were ranked. And you can't get the entire list unless you either subscribe or they have a way for you to download a free download. So, all right, well, I'll download the free download. However, it's not a, it's a huge thing that I have to fill out to get the free report. So is it really free if I have to fill all this stuff out? to get the actual report when I could, when I should be able to just say download. I'm even willing to say that even if you just ask for an email address and then click download or they send you the report to that email. I'm good with that. That's in today's world. That's free. But if I have to fill out all this information, city, business, company, name, email, register, login information, confirmation. Uh, no, 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 That's not free. So I apologize for not giving you some information on those middle cities in between the top and the bottom. But unless the uh, economist uh, intelligence unit wants to send me that report, you're not going to hear it. Ah, let's go to the break room. I need a drink. A drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, that is. Ah, 
Oh my gosh. It's so good. I swear to you. That's it. Why they, you know, they, I want them to be a sponsor of this program. Uh, that would be a Coke Zero. But I give them free advertising every damn day. So are they going to be a sponsor? Maybe I stop. Maybe I stop and say, there's no more free advertising, Coke Zero, unless you advertise with me. Then I'll give you, I mean, I'll, it'll be a Coke Zero world, man. I will be, I'll, I will, I will put a, I will get a Coke Zero tattoo. Not really. Not really. <laughs> it'll be a fake one. Not getting a real one. Not that big of a fan, huh? Not getting a real one. Well, look, if they were to say, hey, Jeff, here's a big check. Uh, we're going to give you all the Coke Zero you want to drink for the rest of your life, which who knows how long that's going to be. And, uh, and you got to have a tattoo, a Coke Zero tattoo that you have to show off every now and then. All right, fine. And then that will mean my wife will have to get another tattoo because I've been, she's been itching to get another tattoo and I've been saying, yeah, that's enough. Well, that'll mean, now if you get one, then I get one. It's that type of relationship. Tattoo huh? wars. Yeah, tattoo wars. So as long as we're in the break room for some headlines, I didn't know that Roseanne Barr returned to stand-up last week. Amazing. She re- to returned to stand-up in Vegas. I'm surprised that it didn't get a little bit more coverage than it did uh, because the last time, anytime, uh, anytime anybody that uh, got the axe from the uh, the Obama, the Me Too movement, any of that, any of those people that got the axe through that deal, when they start trying to come back and make a living again, they got to get shot down again, right? They got to get on the news and say, no, what are you doing? No, we can't have that. Those people are bad. They're evil. They can't make a living. They can't work anymore. They can't do anything that they used to do ever. But she did. She showed up on stage with, uh, with the great, with the great uh, Andrew Dice Clay. I mean, Andrew gave her a big, uh, a big hello, bringing her up. My old friend, comedy legend. I mean, Andrew Dice Clay, sixty-one now, uh, was on stage at the Laugh Factory, and uh, Roseanne showed up and did her, did her bit. Apparently, the some of the audience uh, gave her a decent round of applause when he introduced her. Uh, I'm sure some of the crowd was like, "Oh, great, great, Roseanne! I came here to see, I came here to see Andrew Dice Clay, and now." All right, now I gotta go. I gotta sit here and listen to Roseanne. Yep, and yep, and yep. Okay, fine. But at the end, apparently, she got the you know got the great ovation, and everybody was clapping. Now it could be either that they were clapping like "Thank God." Oh yeah, thank God she's over. Let's get back to Andrew Dice Clay. Hell, I didn't think she was ever gonna end. Or it could be that they liked her that they liked her set. But she's back at it. Good for her. I gotta love that. Uh, Danica Patrick. Retired from her race car driving days, but apparently she's saying uh, instead of being over and retiring, well, you know what? You want to be an analyst for the Indianapolis 500? Sure. Why not? You're going to pay me a bunch of money. I get to dress up and sit down and watch a race. And every so often, don't you think so, Danica? I sure do. Back when I was racing, it, I did this and did that. I mean, I, maybe maybe she'll turn into the Tony Romo of race car driving. Tony Romo of NASCAR. She'll know what the drivers are going to do. I'm guessing that they're going to turn left for most of the race. When they start turning right, there's going to be a crash. Now, I'm not as smart as Danica, so I could be wrong, but I'm just guessing at that. Good luck to her, though. 
In Florida, they're working on a new bill, which I actually uh, I, I think I uh, agree with. Uh, that it's going to be illegal, and and that doesn't mean it's going to just because something is illegal doesn't mean it's going to stop happening. But at least they'll have recourse. Uh, that it'll be illegal to abandon pets during hurricanes and any kind of big storms like that. It'll be illegal to abandon your pets, and that's a big problem in uh, in the southern states when the hurricanes come through. Uh, people abandon their pets. Why do you have a pet if you're going to abandon them like that? I mean, really. I, I, I kind of can understand it. Like, you know, if you got to get out and uh, it's between, between Molly and the little dog, Molly's coming. Yip, 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 yip. Nope. Molly's got to go. Sorry. If the storm doesn't flood, we'll be back. But you know, it, once it, once it starts flooding and you get the, yip, 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 yip. oh, I mean, oh, darn it. Did he, did he, oh, he, oh. Oh, the dog didn't make it. Oh, oh no. Oh, I knew we should have taken him with us. Darn. Oh, the luck. Oh no, you don't want to shoot the dog. No. <laughs> Pretty sure that's illegal now. No, they don't like, they don't allow people to shoot dogs now. Uh, I guess that, you know, maybe if you put a silencer on it, maybe you do. Well, I'm just talking about you got to take the dogs with you when you leave. <laughs> and I know that's a big deal. You know, Pam Bondi was a big, she's the uh, former attorney general for the state of Florida. She had a big deal with the animal during um, uh, one of the storms that came through. Uh, she adopted a dog that the people, the people abandoned. And then after the storm, the people came looking for the dog. And it was a big, a big fight over that. For quite a long time, so I wouldn't be surprised if she had her hands involved in this uh, in this new law as well. Uh, in uh, big news from uh, the town of uh, Woodenbong, yeah, you heard me. The town of Woodenbong, it's a it's an Australian town, <laughs> but apparently this guy is fighting uh, is fighting uh, town hall. Because uh, they're trying to prevent Paul Pearson from fulfilling what he calls his destiny. And his destiny, a lot of people have, you know, dreams, big dreams of what? Of maybe being a fireman, uh, maybe running a huge corporation and being a billionaire. Maybe uh, just having a family and a decent job and, and having a good life. But Paul Pearson... Uh, believes that uh, making a giant wooden bong for his hometown of wooden bong is his destiny. And there's a picture of Paul with this giant wooden bong. I don't know if this is the wooden bong he wants to use because it seems like that would be a it would be a bigger one than the one he's used. This one is. I don't know, seven or eight feet tall, maybe. It's just this big log with a bong. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be louder than that. I mean, you're... Come on! I mean, you're going to be... I don't know if it's usable, right? If it's going to be in the town, okay, we're already stoned, all right? Just give me a break for a little bit. But it's a big old... There's this giant pipe bowl it's a giant pipe bowl 
Uh, it does not have the wooden bong in the town center as we speak. But uh, good luck. Good luck, Paul. We want we all want you to fulfill your destiny and letting that giant wooden bong be in town square with your name on it. Man, does that that's something we all wanna we want you to fulfill. And they are going to be fighting in the streets of Great Britain. Theresa May uh, asks for a Brexit delay. Uh, after being blocked this week from putting her proposed withdrawal agreement to the UK Parliament for a third time, that's because all of your uh, proposals, Theresa, have sucked. But uh, the Prime Minister is going to ask the uh, European Council President, Donald Tusk, for a postponement of Britain's EU departure beyond the March 29th deadline. Good luck, God bless. Good luck, God bless. Because they know better and more than the voters of the United Kingdom. The voters voted for it, but you know best. And that was the problem with Theresa May as well. Her deal was, I know, yeah, you guys know best and want to get it out, but we're going to work this deal so we just, we're still, you know, darn near in the UK. We're going to say that we're not in the UK, but we, we, we are. And that, that's what, uh, why they, nobody would go for it. Uh, duh. And I know really it's, you know, I know it's the United Kingdom and it really doesn't, you know, it doesn't seem to affect us here, but it really does because they're, when they, when they finally pull the plug, I mean, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a trade. They're claiming it's going to be a trade nightmare. I don't think it's going to be that big of a nightmare if the people go along with it. What you're going to have is dissenters, and they're going to turn it into a nightmare. But I say, pull the plug. Damn it, we want to be alone. We don't want the EU. We are a standalone country. That's, and, and really, what should I care about the United Kingdom? I mean, we broke away from them, too. We told them to take a hike a few years ago. And uh, that's why, you know, do what you want. Just don't come over here with your stupid stuff. Like, they're already starting. We talked uh, We talked uh, not long ago about uh, the guy that was questioned on Twitter uh, because he was, uh, what did he say on Twitter? He had the police come knocking at his door and telling him that, uh, he, he had to be careful with what he said on Twitter. Well, now we've got police uh, and investigators actually looking to uh, prosecute someone who is, and they're calling it, uh, they're calling it the, the person called the trans person the old, like the trans person was a girl and the person on Twitter called the girl a boy because he had, was a boy to begin with and became a, a girl. But that I thought that was dead naming. Right? If I thought that was dead naming. So if you were, if I, well, maybe that's just your name, right? So if that's, uh, if you had a name, Bill, and then you said, I'm not Bill anymore. Gosh darn it. I'm Melinda. And so now you're Melinda. And I say, hey, Bill. What do you think of this? That's dead naming, right? Because you're not Bill anymore. You don't you don't identify as Bill anymore. You identify as Melinda. 
So, I mean, we are... A lot of people think we're doomed. A lot of people think we're doomed. But uh, be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout. And and I'm telling you, uh, if you think that some of that isn't coming to the U.S., because uh, Twitter are big believers in that. They might pretend like, oh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's about the, you know, the, the world, the world around the United States is what Twitter likes. And they are all for, don't be dead naming people. Don't be calling people their old trans names. If they were a boy, they're not a boy. Now they're a girl, whatever they identify with. You put people through, you know, you put people through horror. If uh, if you say something on Twitter. I don't know if you know that or not. But if you say something that's wrong on Twitter, you put people through so much horror. It's It's ugly. Ugly. And I don't want you to ever do that when you follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR ever. Uh, that would be wrong. And, uh, you know, okay, sure, you could joke around and do stuff and call me different names, whatever you want. And sure, I joke around like that, but I don't want to ever see it outside, outside of uh, the United States. No. No. It's really agonizing. Really, really agonizing. I mean, Twitter has got to realize they're going to have to look. They want to be this platform. Then they're going to have to allow this stuff. I'm sorry. You want to be a platform? Then you're going to have to allow everything. But they want both. They want their cake and eat it too. They want it both ways. They want to be a platform so they can't be sued. But they also want to go in and say, "Oh no, we you can't say that. We are going to no. You can't say that on our on our platform." Uh, but it's a platform. It's not just a It's a whole social media thing. It's not a private thing. Are you a private thing? Well, yeah, but we're a platform because we don't want you to sue us. Oh, okay. Well, have fun. Have fun with that. And I also saw something really cool. Uh, and a lot of people are not going to think it's cool because it's going to cost a lot of people their jobs. But it's these uh, drones by uh, Aerodrones. That they hook up and they wash the windows of the skyscrapers. And they also are using them now to fight fires in these buildings. Really freaking cool. And they're, uh, I I believe that the uh, AFL-CIO uh, window washers of New York City and Chicago and any of the inner cities across the country are not going to be happy with the aerodrones. The aerodrones will, oh, did someone accidentally... Did someone accidentally? Oh, there goes another drone. Oh, no. What's going on? Somebody needs to stop that. Oh, there goes. Oh, no. We're going to have to. Oh, there goes all the drones that were cleaning the windows on the windows. We'll have to get, we'll have to get humans back. Oh, darn. So we got, we've got to prosecute. If we find out who was bringing down all those aero drones, that's it. We're going to put an end to this. Uh, oh, look at there's some more drones cleaning that window. They're not, are they doing a good job? They sure are. Oh, we haven't found that guy that's shooting those drones yet? Damn. Oh, no, there goes another one. Oh, aero drones. We're sorry. Listen, we'll get people to do that. And then, you know, as soon as you get those drones replaced, we'll help you. We'll help you replace them. But until then, man, we got people. We got people. So that's what, I mean, they are not going to be happy with, but they are really cool and they do a great job. 
And so those of you that think that uh, robots are going to be putting people out of work, you're right. And now, Jeff Fisher. And now, Jeff Fisher. When I say, and now, Jeff Fisher means you talk. But you're not talking for the audience to listen. And now, Jeff Fisher. And now, Jeff Fisher. I like that, actually. I want that to happen, like, a lot. I want you to just be in the corner, be my announcer. And now, we go to Jeff Fisher with ctf i like the fact that you know in the past you've given me crap for pretending i've had the microphone in my hand for pretending i've had all kinds of stuff in my hand pretending i've i've had uh i've had the megaphone in my hand you've given me all kinds of crap for pretending i've had that stuff in there and yet and yet when you go to do mr announcer when you go to do it now jeff fisher you have to put your hand over your ear. Nobody sees it. It doesn't do a thing for the broadcast, except it makes you feel like you're Mr. Announcer in the corner. Well, if you remember doing The Morning Blaze, oh, you show me that that's how you do it. <laughs> Did you forget that? that you were sitting, sitting right I was over sitting here. over there. Yeah. Yes. And I you do. always told me I have to put my hand no, in my ear. Your, you're right. If you're going to be the announcer like that. Jay, exactly. So I'm good. doing what you train me. Thank so you. why are you giving okay, me crap good. about I, that? I don't know. I just feel like giving you crap. What else is new, Jeffy? That's all. I just feel like giving you crap. Did you bring my ice cream cone? I know you were a little late today, a little busy. I thought maybe you were out getting my ice cream cone from DQ. Oof, look at the time. I know. That's my point. If you remember, uh, yesterday we had a plan, so I don't know what happened I, to the plan. I don't know either. Uh, you, you showed up late and the plan no, got I've been all here. No, up. I've been here. Oh, my gosh. I've just been silent. Who did all the, the analysis oh and stuff like that? The what? The noises and from the board. Who did that? Was that you? It was me. No, it was not me. It, it was then not who me. else it was? If you want to have this fight, we can have this fight. Let's have like. this fight. It because was me, it, Jeff Fisher. I was back here. I've been here since whew, one o'clock. <laughs> Nothing is farther from the truth, but that's roll the okay. Tape. Yeah, let's roll it. Let's roll yeah, the tape. Let's roll it because I believe a little, little bit on that tape. There was how you changed your voice, commenting. That's on a, a voice box. Of stories. Oh, okay. That's a priest. That's a Taylor I didn't preset. Realize, I didn't realize the voice box had that particular voice. It did. It. it did. It's Taylor preset. That's funny. I didn't know that was there. Well, do you know all 300 anyway, presets? You know what? I do. You do? I do. Well, then you missed one. I, I just do. added it. <laughs> so it's 301 now? 301. 301 is Taylor. Taylor. No, Taylor <laughs> preset. Taylor preset. I apologize. <laughs> so go to the water cooler, right? All right. So we've already been to the water cooler, bro. We've been all over. We have? We've been, we've been, I don't we've been everywhere. I thought you were here. I said I don't remember. I got PTSD. And now, Jeff Fisher. And now, Jeff Fisher, CTF. I want to thank you for subscribing to uh, Chewing the Fat. What? You you haven't subscribed? What the hell? What? All right, so listen, here's the deal. If you're listening to Chewing the Fat, you need to subscribe, please. We need your help. We need your subscriptions. And the rest of the stuff, the, the rating and the reviewing and the sharing and all that stuff, uh, and telling your friends when you're out for drinks or dinner, telling your friends, you know, uh, and tweeting, or any of that stuff when you're out and about talking about chewing the fat, that's fine. And I really appreciate that. But first and foremost, you need to subscribe. 
And then if you're already a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, then you can walk down the road of, you know, being vocal about listening to Chewing the Fat and sharing with your friends and uh, sharing on your social media that you're listening to Chewing the Fat. And you're also sharing that, oh my gosh, I love the show so much that I've, I've rated it 20 stars and I've reviewed it best podcast ever. And then you're good. And then you're good. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So make that happen. And then you can tell me that you made that happen by tweeting me at JeffyJFR or uh, Facebook and Instagram is uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. And uh, you can let me know that way as well. I think that we need a new law as far as uh, flying on airplanes. You know, how many times have we heard stories? 15. 15 times we've heard? All right, so this is the 16th. 16th time where someone has made it through check-in through security, through almost boarding. And when With I say almost boarding, they made it through. No, 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 no. The gun, <laughs> I don't think people should be able to fly with weapons. But you know what? If they, I really, I don't know that I care. I don't know that I actually really care. What if he's Tony Romo? Yeah, that's fine. Tony, I don't care if Tony, Tony can have a rocket launcher on his back. I'm guessing he's not going to fire it when he's on the plane. It's just me, though. If he fires it. You got me. Okay? You got me. So, but I, that's my, that leads into my point, though, the Tony Romo thing. Okay, so this lady, all right, had made it through check-in, made it through security. She walked around the airport, made it through the runway up to the airplane, and that's when the stewardess said, oh, we, you can't be on the plane with that. you got to put a jacket on. That's That's too... That's too, that's too nasty for you. That looks like a bra and it's not, it's, you know, okay. So, so what? So what if it's a bra? So what if it's a swimsuit top? So what if it's two top? Why, why has it gone that far before we're going to start a battle with this lady over what she's wearing? If it's a problem, it should be said at check-in so that the people can put a jacket on from their luggage or decide they're not going to fly today. Or whatever. But if you've gone through check-in and you've gone through security and you've gone through waiting around and then you're walking up the little the little runway onto the airplane and little Miss Millie Millie or little Miss Billy Billy, Mr. Billy Billy, sorry, I didn't mean to judge, and is, out, is sitting there on the plane greeting you. I know you're the last line of defense on the airline. I get it. But you're the last line of defense for safety. If you th- you think that a lady wearing a a small top, a bra, a swimsuit top, something similar to a swimsuit top, and that's it, and a pair and a pair of pants is a safety problem, then we need to do some more training for you. And second, we've gone that far. She gets to be on the plane. She gets to be on the plane. That's just the way it is. If a if a guy is boarding a plane and he's made it that far with a uh, t shirt. With a t-shirt on or with a, a, a wife beater. And I don't want to, I do, you don't call him. If he's wearing a wife beater, then that's a problem because he should be arrested and taken down. But you know what kind of t-shirt I'm talking about. What are they? Well, I mean, they're wife beaters. They're wife beaters. They don't doing. get all politically correct. Wife beaters and what's the other? Do-rags. Yeah. All right. So if you've made it that far, you get to be on the plane. You get to be on the plane. Apparently this lady... Uh, you know, made it that far, and she was wearing, there's a picture of her, and, you know, 
I'm fine with it. <laughs> You're fine with it? I'm fine with it. It's just, you know, she's got she's got her long pants on and she's got her little black tennis slip on tennis shoes that you wear when you're flying and then she's got her little top that is uh you know it's possible that that could be considered just a bra just a brazier but there's no way if she starts getting chilly on the plane she's going to cover up right if she starts getting chilly she's going to she's going to cover up no question she's going to put a jacket on or a blanket or whatever but she's made it that far I did, it shouldn't be when you've come that far and then little Miss Millie Millie or little Miss, I mean, Mr. Billy Billy says, oh, you can't go on the plane with that unless you get covered up. Shut up. No, you're right. I should be able to tell you to shut up. But if I do, then for sure I get kicked off. I want a new law. I want a new flying law. If I've made it to the airline, if I've made it to the airplane with what I'm wearing, you don't get to tell me I have to change. It's my new law. We're done. Case dismissed. And now, Jeff Fisher. CTV? Wait. CTV? I missed up. Can I say, can I go again? You don't, do not edit that out. You could go again, but I, that stays. Go ahead. And now, Jeff Fisher. CTF. Oh, thank you so much, Chris. Go back to your corner. Before I leave today, I just want to say this. Look, I don't get political here on chewing the fat often. I don't get political hardly at all because it's just boring and everybody else on the network is all political and it's, and it's, you know, the the day-to-day struggles is hard and are hard enough, you know, and then to get, to have everybody political is just, I'm, I'm over it. And I know that, I know that you are too. That's what I'm here for. I want to have a few laughs. I want to talk. I want to get angry at a few things and I want to just take it easy, but I don't want to have to discuss politics all the time because life is more than just politics. It really is. But there are times when I need to comment on a few things. Like I'm really ticked at why doesn't Donald Trump, our president, just come out and say, I don't have to like John McCain. Okay. It's okay that I don't like John McCain. And the rest of you that are on my side continue to be on my side instead of trying to beat me up because I don't like John McCain and I don't lie about what a great guy he was because I don't think he was a great guy. I don't have to say that he was a great guy, period, period. But he has to say that. He has to. um, No, he doesn't. He does because Megan McCain came out and said, Donald Trump will never be a great man, and he lives a pathetic life. Okay. You know what? Megan, I know you love your father, and you should love your father, and you should have everything good to say about your father. And uh, darn right, he was a good man to you and a great man to you. I got it. I understand it. He doesn't have to be to Donald Trump. He doesn't have to be. And you get your panties all in a wad and start screaming. So now we have all these other Republicans and GOP. Oh, the great John McCain. And he was so great. And I can't believe that Donald Trump is treating him that bad. Why does he have to like him? Why? Can we go back to uh, when he was running for president? When John McCain was running for president and didn't people trash him? Oh, wait, they did? No, the press loved him. No, they, they did trash no, him, yes. No, no. I remember that. No, you're mis, you're misremembering. 
Oh, I am? You're oh, misremembering. Did, oh, yeah, because I want he to was, apologize. He was the greatest then, too. Oh, he was? He was. All the press loved him. They loved all, every choice he made, including uh, his choice for vice president. They loved his choice for everything. And it was good that he won. Oh, wait. He didn't. I, all right. I know. That's enough. I, I, I'll stop being political. But just know that it's okay if our president doesn't like somebody. He already said he was, uh, you know, he was a senator. He's fine. Uh, remember, you didn't invite him to the funeral, Megan. Remember that? They resend him the invite. So I remember, remember that, Megan, because you don't like Donald Trump. It's okay for you not to like Donald Trump, but it's not okay for Donald Trump not to like you. It does. It, thank you for listening to Chewing the Fat. I'll stop now. That's my thing. Oh. Thank you for listening to Jeffy CTF. And now to your regular programming. I get the. I'm done. Is that, I don't have to. Say oh, you're done, anymore. dude. I you're done. Just... <laughs>